Welcome to the Undercurrent Podcast. I'm your host, Liana Lumawig, life coach, surfer, and ex-corporate girl living in Bali. I've been in unfulfilling jobs and relationships that used to drain my energy and confidence to the point where I was miserable. If you can relate, this podcast is for you. I'm here to tell you that you don't have to stay stuck and settle for anything less than what makes you happy. You can choose how to work, love, and live on your terms. And this podcast will show you how. Let's dive in. Hey friends, guess what? The Undercurrent Podcast is one year old this week. I'm so excited to be celebrating this milestone with you, and I just want to say thanks for being a part of this journey with me. A year ago, I remember feeling really nervous about starting the show and doing something for the first time again. There were a lot of ups and downs. I had no idea what I was doing at times and had to figure out so many things on the spot. There were plenty of late nights and tears and staring at a blank screen, not knowing what to create. But there were also moments when I would finish an episode feeling awesome, aligned and accomplished and found myself beaming with pride in these moments. Over the past year, I opened up and shared more personal stories that were pretty vulnerable. And this process grew me and also drew me closer to you. I appreciate all the replies sharing how you connected with the content that I created and the direct messages I received sharing personal stories from your life too. And you know what blows me away? Only just recently, I found out that our community is worldwide and we've got listeners in every continent. I mean, sans Antarctica, but I'm sure we can take care of that. But how cool is that, right? Every continent. If you've been following the show for a while, you know that I value diversity and inclusion. And you'll see that reflected in the guests that I've interviewed. We've got people from all different countries, ages, and gender identities. Folks from all different walks of life. You'll hear that there are no two guests that sound alike. We've got accents for days, which I'm super proud of. So for our anniversary, I wanted to celebrate by doing something a little different. In this episode, I'll be sharing some show highlights from the past year. So if you're new to the podcast, you'll learn shortly that we cover lots of different topics from mindset, personal growth, relationships to entrepreneurship. And we also like to go deep and don't shy away from talking about mental health, trauma, and topics like social justice issues. So the first highlight I'm going to share with you is from episode number 14, the dark side of doing everything on your own. And this topic is really important to me because it used to be my way of life. I used to do everything on my own and wear the title of Miss Independent as a badge of honor. Are you someone who identifies as a high achiever, a superwoman type who's strong and independent and does everything on their own? who has trouble asking for help even when you really need it, I feel you. If you're not sure, here are signs that you might be. You're always really productive or try to be, 
So you fill up your time with tasks and appointments, and there's no space in your day for much else than your overflowing to-do list. You don't know how to delegate. You think you have to manage everything at 100%. Being a good friend, partner, having a fit body, a sparkling clean house. You're powered by coffee or rely on something externally to keep your energy levels up throughout the day. You say yes to everything and you don't say no enough. You feel guilty and apologize because you overcommit to too many things and can't always show up for all of them. You're late or flaky with appointments. I grew up thinking that doing it all on my own was a virtue. So I learned the hard way that I don't need to do all the things for everyone else while putting myself last. That was a recipe for burnout. Which leads me to my next highlight, episode number 25, How to Heal from Burnout with Saskia Marty. What I love about this episode is that Saskia Marty, who is a business minimalist, clears up the misconceptions of what we think burnout is and talks about what burnout actually is. We often think that burnout is work-related, but it doesn't have to be. It can actually come from things that are outside of our professional lives. It has less to do with the amount of work or tasks we have to get done and more to do with how we feel about those things and how we process our emotions around it. So here's a highlight of episode number 25, How to Heal from Burnout with Saskia Marty. I guess I had a really big misconception about burnout because I thought burnout came from work, that you work, you know, 80 plus hours a week, you have a demanding job, um, you maybe have a boss that's an asshole. I don't know. There's like all these ideas I had about burnout. Check, check, check. Yeah. (laughs) Whereas... I was working 25 hours a week. I'm my own boss. I love what I do. And I had a burnout. What was your business? Um, It still is my business. I'm back at it now. Uh, I call myself the business minimalist. Mm -hmm. So I help people with an online business to bring the principles of minimalism into their business so they can essentially get more done by doing less. Wow. Um, so a lot of my work is about reducing stress and it's about reducing work. So I was totally confused. I didn't realize I was having a burnout. I I had no idea what was going on. And it was only after the fact that I discovered what it was. Mm -hmm. I just said, I'm a bit stressed. Mm -hmm. I'm a bit tired. Mm -hmm. That was totally uh, not the right descriptor, but I, I didn't understand the concept of burnout completely. Um, But as I discovered in my healing journey is that burnout is just when you reach a point of exhaustion, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, you just are exhausted. And for me, it was a lifetime of being a people pleaser, of saying yes when it should have been no, of being the good girl and doing what's expected. And every time believing that negative emotions were negative emotions rather than that they're just part of an emotion. Anger is not a bad emotion. It is a healthy emotion. It becomes unhealthy when you bottle it up. And that was me. I was always happy, always smiling, always happy to oblige others. And I wasn't holding my own boundaries. And after 30 plus years of that, I reached a point where I was just like, can't do it anymore. Everything became stressful. Uh, The moment I realized that it was not healthy was when I would get stressed out about dinner. What are we going to eat? I don't know. I can't make a choice. I can't make a choice. Every tiny decision in my life, which should be run of the mill, easy, 
for, it was a total stress out. It was constant fight or flight mode. Mm. Um, and that's when I was talking to my husband, I thought, something's up, something's not good. I've gone through burnout multiple times in my life and it is not fun. And through my experience, I learned that the antidote to burnout is self-care. So this is the topic that Sheena Yap Chan talks about. Sheena is a coach, author, and award-winning podcast host for her show, The Tao of Self-Confidence, with over a million downloads. She's also been named 100 of the most influential Filipino women on LinkedIn. So she knows what she's talking about. So she talks about how important it is to take care of yourself, especially if you're a woman of color. She said that as Asian women, we're known to be quiet, submissive, and put others before ourselves. And doing this holds us back from success and going into leadership positions. So she stresses the importance of prioritizing yourself by practicing self-care to build confidence and live out your true potential. So here's a clip from number 36, The Secret to Building Confidence with Sheena Yap-Chan really need to learn how to take care of ourselves, right? Especially when we come from a culture where we've been taught to, you know, always do stuff for others, never make any noise, just do as you're told. Like we really need to learn to take care of ourselves because if we don't take care of ourselves and we're always trying to please others, do stuff for others, we get exhausted, we get burnt out and we always feel like we're never doing enough, right? And even just speaking up, right? We go through so many different stereotypes that we go through, right? Especially this stereotype that all Asian women are quiet, submissive and obedient, or we're just treated as sex objects. And that really hurts us because then we don't end up in CEO roles or leadership roles or roles with just, you know, a higher role in like a job, right? So if you've been putting others ahead and you want to start prioritizing yourself, there are people in your life that might have an issue with this change as you try to communicate this new you. So learning how to set boundaries is an important skill to not only take care of yourself, but to also cultivate healthier relationships. I interviewed relationship therapist, Nicole Miller, and she shares on the podcast how to set boundaries to protect your peace and build stronger relationships. Here's a clip from episode number 47, important communication skills for every relationship with Nicole Miller. If you are viewed as not being able to respect your own boundaries, people are gonna pick up on that and they're going to know I can push the envelope here. And they're probably going to do that. I, again, think it comes back to this idea of resentment. If you're not continuously advocating for yourself and setting those boundaries, people will walk all over you and you will be frustrated. We'll find that you don't have fulfilling relationships. You're going to be resentful towards other people. Boundary setting is a skill that I am still learning how to master. The more that I practice healthy boundaries with the people in my life and also with myself, the more resourced I feel and the more energy I have. In this next episode highlight, I talk with Rosanna, who is a life coach, an elite triathlete, mother and world explorer. Her story is wild. She had a family of four sailing all around the world, and they had a near-death experience on the boat. She was pregnant on the boat, and yeah, this was their home for years. She also became a triathlete after her doctor told her that she would never run again. She's got an amazing story with different twists and turns and drops countless of wisdom bombs throughout our interview. 
So here's a clip from our conversation from episode number 31, How to Let Go of Control and Surrender to a Fulfilling Life with Rosanna. Often our paths shift and turn to a place that perhaps we didn't anticipate and could be extremely fearful or, or frightening. And the ego is saying, please stay there. You know, it's what you know and you feel safe. Um, and perhaps you feel even happy in that place. But there's sometimes a hidden whisper in the wind saying, actually, this isn't the path. We're going this way. And much of my learning and um, experiences I've had has been to really surrender to those whispers and to understand that perhaps my path is shifting and that the only way to really get that flow in life where there isn't this resistance against a current is to accept and surrender into that flow and go along with that river. It's the only metaphor I can think of. And doing it as gracefully and as fluidly as we can, um, knowing and trusting that this is the path. And I forgot to mention how buttery her voice sounds. <laughs> and she talks about surrendering and transforming your life. And what I love about coaching is the transformation that happens for my clients. So in this next clip, I share an interview with one of my clients, Diana Austin, who is a women's empowerment entrepreneur, and she also works full-time as a nurse. She shares her experience of what it was like working together and how she started with her blog and grew her blog into a purpose-led business and community where she sells merchandise, has interviews, and um, is building a community of empowered women. So here's the highlight from episode number 19, how working with a life coach can transform your life with Diana Austin. I think this process with you has really brought out who I am <laughs> because, you know, I feared so much of, okay, is, you know, does other people approve this? How do other people feel? But you definitely like brought me out to be myself. <laughs> and I think that's where my lowest point was. I wanted to be myself, but I was scared, didn't know how. I questioned myself a lot. Like, is this really me? Is this something I truly believe in? Am I saying, the you know, I did a lot of questioning and then it just got to a point with us working together that I was like, hey, they either love me or they hate me, but hopefully they love me. <laughs> so sweet. I'm so impressed with the progress that Diana's made from when we started working together and to what she's built now. And if you're contemplating your own transformation and are also having doubts, sure, you know, that comes with the territory of change. But you know, like some of these doubts are just limiting beliefs and stories. You know, one of the limiting beliefs that I hear a lot is it's too late to make a change. And that's something that I experienced when I wanted to change my career and move to a different country. I thought it was too late because I had already invested, you know, my college education years there and also 10 years in a career in tech. But you know, you can start over at any age. In my interview with Susanna Reeker, she shares that she didn't really start her life until after she was 40. She was working in a corporate career and kind of just 
working on autopilot. And now she's got a thriving business. She travels around the world and is currently in Europe exploring the different countries there in her camper van with her super cute dog, Luna. And she's got a lot of wisdom to share too. So here's my clip from episode number 40, My Life Completely Changed After 40 with Suzanne Rieker. Believe that you can do anything. Everything that I did happened when I was over 40, basically. And I think I was holding myself back for the longest time and creating obstacles for myself, like spending too much money. So I didn't have any savings to really go traveling or start a new life. And yes, and not believing in myself that I could really do it. And I think you can do anything really when you, so (laughs) just believe in yourself that you can do it. I'm grateful to have connected with so many inspiring people on the show who share their personal journeys and earned wisdom with us so freely. I'm curious to hear which episodes you've connected with the most, or if there are any topics or inspiring people out there you'd like to have on the show. So let us know. We would love to hear from you. You can send an email to team, T-E-A-M, at lianalumawig.com. I want to thank you again for being a part of the Undercurrent podcast community and for celebrating this milestone year with us. Sending you all love and see you next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Undercurrent podcast. If we're not yet connected on Instagram, give me a follow at Liana Lumawig and at the Undercurrent podcast. For more tips on how to design your life on your terms, or if you'd like to reach out, visit lianalumawig.com, or you can always DM me on Instagram at The Undercurrent Podcast. Take care, my friends, and see you next week.